quick chatting. What's happening, y'all? Okay, we tapped in. It's your boy King Reed. And you know what you listen to? NASA. Indeed. Ooh, NASA podcast. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get right to it. You know, uh it's, it's been a blessing. We just getting the ball rolling. Hopefully the connection is good and we don't have no issues. Uh but yeah. Uh, got one of the homies in the building. I see he tapped in. He's he's on the line right now. Uh, we gonna get into it. You know what I'm saying? My boy, dope producer, Everclear's in the motherfucking house. What's happening? What's good? What's good, Rage man? Yeah, happy, man. I'm in good, man. Just happy to be here, man. Just you know, shaking the bacon, man. Just you know, really trying to get these projects out. You know what I mean? Just. You know, getting back, really back to it though, man. You know, what's okay. been good though, bro? Hey, man, I'm, I'm happy to hear that things been good. I've been good. You know, you know, shoot, we be in contact all the time. We stay oh, yeah. in. So, uh, yeah, can you hear me clearly? Yep, everything's good. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. So, yeah, I'm just trying to do the best that I can because my last interview was dope, but you know what I'm saying? My, you know, it was going in and out a little bit on my side. So, I just want to make sure that. We, we definitely official, but you know, we we working out the kinks, pimping, you feel me? No, we connected, man, it's all good. I hear you there, we, clear, bro. there we go. So look, man, we gonna get into the history, man, of Everclear and, you know, the current and the future and everything, man. So, you know, for the people who don't know a lot about you, actually, before before we even get into it, man, uh, do you remember where I met you? I believe, I think I have it in my brain, cuz, uh, but where do you- where do you remember? I remember it was either at the boom room or the show now where I'd be outside, you know, drinking a little bottle before I get inside. Yeah. Top it up on just all, yeah. When I had, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Uh, yeah, what was that chilling? Uh, I think it was uh, one of the Madhouse shows that he had. Probably was. It was, that, it was actually, I guess, show now. Would you show, no, I think it might be, no, yeah, that and the brick and mortar when you had your, no, it was showdown the second time I went to that release party, you had a brick and mortar, which was lit. Okay, right on. Yeah, that's all I remember that. Hey. But I think just yeah, do that. So, so actually, we met before then. So, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to do the timeline because I'm 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 damn near sure I'm right, and and, and I think so. Um, I left the city in 2005. I think I left in 2005. So, was you on the scene? Around 2003, four or five? Not like uh, as hip hop, but just as just a musician. Yeah, I've definitely been around. I wouldn't say like, as of putting out projects, I would say like, I started working on my first project in 2009, and then it ended up being released in 2011. That was uh, made from scratch. But I pretty much like, musically been around, been doing it my whole life. Like I've been made, actually I started making beats in late 2003 on a good accident. You know, mommy had a drum machine and kind of messed around with it. But before that, I grew up playing instruments way before then. Okay, look. So that's what I'm saying. Hold, hold, hold that thought, because we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Yeah, yeah, So I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember. So it may have been, look, I came back in 2004. It was when you came back to 2015, I remember. It was like around 2015. So I came back 2014. But look, this is where yeah. I think I remember you from. The homie Jimmy Mack, um, shout out to Jimmy Mack, yep. Aztec, Aztec, Aztec right now. Uh, but yeah, um, he, I, me and him was hitting an event, and I think it was a, 
it was an event. If I'm not mistaken, it was like a beat making event. It was like a competition where different producers was playing their beats. And I could swear I met you at that event because Monk, that's the first time I met Monk and you, I believe. Okay, that was at the Black, Black Cultural Center where I had a beat. Yes. Yeah. Do you when remember? I was, going, I was, I was, yep, I remember that. Yeah, I was going in live. I was going, you know. I mean, I didn't win the whole thing. One of the homies won. Who cares? I was just showing off, showing out. Fucking, you know. What year was that? <laughs> that was around you know. 2014 then or something? 15. Okay. 15, yeah. So it was a while back. No, you were then. But I, I remember the homie Jimmy Mack was like, oh, man, that's Everclear. And that's Monk. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't I didn't, I didn't know who either yeah, one I met him before that. Yeah, I met him like before that one of the events, yeah. too. Yeah, shout, shout to the homie, yeah. So I remember yeah. that. Okay. That. So yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. We we we, we started tapping in with the uh, you know with the Madhouse uh, you know with they functions and then stuff like that afterwards. But that's right. the time I think we met. So yeah, 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 just want to bring that back, bro, just in case. But yeah, tell me about your start, man, because we know that you stick on the keys. You know, you you a producer, but you know you can really play those keys. So what did you start off doing? I started off man, uh, piano keyboard at like five years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I started. Uh, my pops got me a little like little Yamaha electric piano for like on my for like Christmas or something like that. So it was like it had little lights on. It was like a little ass mini, mini like electric keyboard. So I started fiddling around with it. Oh yeah, sports. So I started working my way through. But then because my, my pops knew that I like music, so you know what I mean. Just because um, he was introducing me to like more like seventies, eighties. Like he was he was introducing me to hip hop like that. So I was just more into like you know I was just playing there. Uh, and I guess throughout the year, I started playing actual piano itself. You know what I mean? Then start taking through middle school and all that, learning like the, the fundamentals. But then when I went to high school, they didn't have piano, so I ended up playing trumpet. So I played at a concert band and a jazz band. It's like I was like the top musician. You know what I mean? You school in San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco Archbishop Reardon. That's where I went. Oh, you went to Reardon? Yeah. So I played. Okay, that's what's up. I wanted to join a band, so they didn't have piano. I said, fuck it, I'll, I'll try, I'll trumpet. So I said, I picked up pretty fast. You know, I'm already playing in a jazz band, like, the next semester, you know what I'm saying? Like, already doing performances and all that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fun, though, yeah. This is before beats, though, so I grew up, like, playing instruments. I played I played percussion, too, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you can see, like, you saw me how I get down the lab, like, I was really playing, not just... You know, cut, copy, paste, nothing wrong with it, but you know, just no, I feel it right here, <laughs> you know, straight up, straight up. and then it's done, <laughs> you know. I feel I like you. The feel of it. That's just how, like, it's just the way of working, you know. But yeah, but no doing, doubt. Yeah. yeah, I could never do the cut, copy, paste either. I, yeah, uh, you, be, you know, you doing, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely no Chopin or Mozart, but you know, I could play around it with it. It's gotta be, yeah, you don't have to be like hella. Yeah. Got an ear for it, got a whole vibe to feel it, but that's all you need now. Exactly. And I can make it humbly. <laughs> I mean. But okay, okay. Well, yeah, okay. So tell me, when did you first actually get into, you know, producing, like as far as like making your first beats? Like, like you said, you've had the keyboards and stuff. When did you, you know, maybe get a drum machine or something else to where you actually maybe had access to, you I know, beats and saving them and then maybe even studio stuff so when did you first get into that so this my homie I was hooping with he had a uh, who's that 
we're at the parking lot. I'm about to go, uh, go smoke some weed. I went to go get, get some papers. I come back, I see him with some little boxes of big ass headphones. We were at the parking lot. I'm like, yeah. like what, the hell, what, is, what you playing with? Oh, I see a little beat machine. I'm like, what you make? Rap beats? I didn't know about none of that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, cool. And you know, because we always played basketball. You know, I, was, I played a lot of basketball growing up too and shit. I played sports, but as well, yeah. not music, but. Um, so I'm like, okay, so they make beats. Okay, let me uh, let me go mess around with it. So I'm like actually playing the, these little buttons, trying to play the beat with my hands, the actual beat, right? Yeah. And he starts laughing like, that's not how you make a beat. I'm like, yeah, that's how you make a beat. No, you don't. All right, well, then you show me how to make a beat. So he said, press the record button, play the kick, and then play the stand like one at a time. I was like, for real? So I, I start making one. He's smoking. You know, he's smoking whatever. He's just sitting there chilling. So I, I like, here. I gave him the headphones. Check it out. I just made this. He's like, no, you didn't. I'll make another one. Like, you thought it was Wolfie. Yeah. Another one. No, you didn't make it. I'm like, put the headphones on. So I recorded. I just started playing it live. He's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. you know, I had a music background. So you knew me from, like, playing ball. So ever since then, I went to San Mateo College. They had a music class. And that's when they had all the equipment, all that. You know what I mean? Like, the mixing boards and the ADATs. It was ADATs, yeah. too. Yeah. All that kind of hardware. It wasn't no, like, computer. It was just everything was, like, hardware. Yeah, brought him. I brought him along and some folks to start messing around the studio, working on tracks and shit over time. And then, yeah, and I would say I got my own studio like around there, like '06. Yeah, no studio. So I used to make beats on Pro Tools. Okay. Are you more of the digital uh, as far as production, like, like, or did you like have, uh, you know, like, like Tritons or anything like that, or, 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 or drum machines, or were you more or less uh, Pro Tools and like uh, stuff. What were you doing? So before then, I mean, there was times I go to like Guitar Center here and there. I had a friend that had a Triton studio. I kind of messed around with it, so I got pretty decent with a Triton, just working with that, and then saving on like a little floppy disk or whatever. So that's what I was doing over time, and then yeah. I had my own stuff. You know, my own, own equipment, kind of like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what it was. Cause I didn't have no three thousand dollars for no Triton. You know what I'm saying? That's not even including like speakers you got to get this and all the kind you know what i mean at the time so yeah so i was doing i was using like try to stu- uh yeah mainly trying studio a little bit of motif but yeah. it's like i had what i did was uh i got uh pro tools and a couple like sound modules and a keyboard controller so that's what i was going through pro tools and using like a couple software instruments virtual instruments at the time mm-hmm. and ever since then i say past 10 years i've been using reason Okay. So that's what I use now. Okay. That'd be up. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Reason is a dope, dope pro- program. And if you know how to use it, man, you know, like, I, I had access to it many moons ago. Uh, and, uh, man, man, I wish I would have le- taught myself how to do it. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I just it made my life easy, bro. Like, I know FL is a whole different thing. I know a few folks, some folks use FL, some use Logic. I've used that before. Like, Ableton is like machine is, or even you, like, NPC. But, like, I don't know. Ever since I started messing with Reason, it made my life hella easy. It's just, everything is right there. The workflow, I can get really creative with, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, doing little, you know, secret stuff, you know, like, because I, I do a lot of. I got to interrupt. Oh, yeah. You hear now? I did a. Um, I'm good. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, besides, like, because what I do nowadays, I do a lot of, like, you know, jump design, sound design, all that kind of stuff. That's why, like, with that, it's made my life hell easier. I, get, I like to get real creative and, you know, try to, like, push myself to another level. You know what I mean? With, like, reason I can do more, like, 
just the workflow of this, you know what I mean? And yeah. I can get creative with That's just how I'm, I'm so used to it at this point. That's what I'm doing. So okay. it's, it's pretty dope, you know what I mean? Okay, no doubt, no doubt. So here's a question. So you making beats now, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, stepping it up. What, what is the first track you did? I mean, were you trying to be an artist yourself? Or, or were you just looking to be a producer? And, you know, if you were just looking to be a producer, like what was what was the first, you know, step into actually, you know, the, the game, like as far as, you know, producing for artists or whatever? What was- oh, I'm like, oh, okay, let me, let me go back to, I forgot to mention that. So even, of course it was during MySpace days, you know, 06, 07, I was just putting beats out there. You know what I mean? People can hear, you know what I mean? Like a music page, but then there was a time where it's like, I was trying to like just sell beats instead of actually working with them. You know what I mean? And I was trying to get that. I even had like sound click. That's what I was doing there. Just, just putting my stuff in my space. But I decided, you know what? Some people didn't want to like pay for beats or some like, I think I had like a song placed on a record here and there. I forgot, but I don't, you know what? You know what? I, I want to put, I don't want to put myself out there on just whatever. I want, you know what? Let me put out a project that's on a professional level, you know what I'm saying, with different artists. That's pretty much how I'm on my, my way of getting in. Okay. And I remember that's like, in 09, I went to an event. I started, you know, I started meeting people, you know what I mean? Like, just started doing my network and started, you know, meeting different artists. Want to get on a project. That's what I did. You know, I kind of put my own, put my own foot in the door. Like, no one reached out to me. I, I had to go out there and, you know, put something together. So that's the made from scratch? Made from scratch, right. And okay. That, I end up doing pretty freaking good. So, so, I mean, I'm glad you just brought that up. So, that's first of all, that was a tough process. That that's not vicious, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to just be like, look, my first foot in the door, I'm gonna put out a compilation. And you had like, what, Quinn, Big Rich? Yeah, at uh, Quinn, Big Rich. Who? A ROD project, right? At ROD. That's before he blew up, though. I mean, but still, you know, you had, you had foresight. At even Nas and had them. I had Furious at King Seidel, at Crypto, the Balance. How did you pull that off? With what? I mean, like with with getting those that caliber of artists to all be, you know, you know, uh, willing to be a part of your project, especially like you said, this was your first one. So I mean, that's 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 pretty dope to get people to. To you know, to get on board, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did you get about like getting out to all of them artists? Was that just you getting out and networking? Get out networking, yeah. You know what I mean? Just going here and there, and just just getting my face out there, putting much at events. You know what I mean? Just saying that I got like I can send some tracks here and there, but I decided like you know, you know, work something out with like you know here and there. I would just say like just little by little. What I would do is like. Okay, I also got Da Vinci on there and his brother Diesel, you know, I had him on there. Shout out to them on the project. Yeah. 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 What's it called? Uh, it, it was just like, just, I would just say like, how do I explain? I, I would just say if you, they want to hop on some and then we can hop on, hop on there. It's kind of like, you know, some of the stuff was like on some business stuff other than that, you know, like, yeah, you know, just, Regardless of however, uh, how it, how I got, it was just putting something together. Some like honestly were like thinking didn't even take seriously, but like, so here's the thing: I ended up putting out two singles. Uh, it was a song called "This Is the Life" with uh, Big Rich, even as R.O.D. Because I was looking for a singer at the time, and I asked D.O. like, because I already had, so I brought Big Rich to the lab and said he got like three tracks. 
And that's how I met Even Nas, because he was recording at the studio, at CP Studio. And just, just from there, just going there, like, they're like, okay. And that's when some people started hitting me up, saying, I want to get on it. Like, okay, cool. And to where I even put out, I called it made from scratch, you know what I mean? Because I'm thinking it was really made from scratch. The beats, how it was put together, it was made from scratch. Where'd you record at? At the Yale spot? A lot of different places. Just to get, like, first on here, like, I mean, there was a time where we did a verse in, um, like part of the city, one verse like Oakland, one in like Fremont, just to go out here. It wasn't even like send it here, like you know, to different studios, just verses. You know what I'm saying? Or homie, like San Mateo, all over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, just to get there, and then I would just go from there, and then get it mixed. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to. I wanted to go someone who's got experience. So I went to OG Bruce. He mixed the whole thing. I helped assist it too, but he pretty much mixed that. And I want to master, I want it done right. You know what I'm saying? Then I then it came from there. But matter of fact, when I was putting it together, I didn't even have a title yet. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, it was matter of fact, I was at some Italian restaurant. I was out there with this chick, and all of a sudden he's like, Oh, we got a pasta, everything made from scratch. So I'm like, ding, oh, I'm gonna call it made from scratch. <laughs> at a restaurant, everything's made from scratch. Perfect title. Cause I was gonna call it I got next. I'm like, yeah, it don't really sound right. I said made from scratch. And it's like, no one's really called it that. How it just comes together as that. And then, yeah. That's tight. And and it's kind of a double entendre in a way. It could be. I mean. <laughs> like, I would say, like, they start really taking it serious to where, like, okay, when it's all put together, like, final artwork, everything, where it's like, okay. And then I had I had another single with, with Tear It Up with King Sidle. So I was putting out demos, sending them to DJs, sending artists, whatever. So that's how people start hearing me. And all of a sudden, when I leaked out that one song, this is the life, because this is this is me. So I got uh the hook for ROD like months before he started having the song on Can't Stand You which became he had like number one song, right? So I let it marinate. So I didn't release it. I didn't leak the song to like I got like almost twenty thousand downloads like the first night. Damn. That was only on Twitter. That wasn't even on no other sites. Just Twitter, not even MySpace, just Twitter. And then I went to there. People start hearing about me. I go like even other conferences. I'm like, what's up, man? I'm never clear. Like, oh shit, what's up, bro? Like, people already heard of me because that already buzzed. And people are like, I popped up out of nowhere for some people. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I did. I kind of yeah. did like a, created a different kind of lane for myself. Yeah. But I want to put out a project that's like, okay, that's presentable, everything. You know what I mean? Kind of. That's how I stood out. And that's how I started buzzing. I was actually talked about quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, I was like even at. I was at 89.5 FM, you know, I had home turf KML. Yeah, I had another uh, single tear it up with King Silent. That was that was a home turf. We got a video for that. That's out. Okay. And I was getting more response on that one than the other one. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the music was so dope. And I thought, because we had the same director, you know, Chris Simmons, who did Love Rant Song. So he kind of, they were playing the song in between. I remember they were playing at the clubs. Mm-hmm. Function and the motto and then that song. You know, they're cool. I thought I thought that song was really gonna take off because it was just it still had to do like it's, it's, obviously a sex song, but more like like a sophisticated kind of you know what I mean? Yeah. Here, man, you gotta keep it up. It's good music. I thought it would go pretty far, but yeah. Then you know, I started. There was a time I got discouraged, but then yeah, later on I started coming back. I started working uh, Monk ACS, and I met him through Pablo Fetty. Okay. Back in Charles, I was. 2011 actually no so like that at the time let me go back 2011 it was say 
that's what started with. Okay, let me go back. So, my bad. So, May 1st Trash comes out. I started uh, June 11, June 24, 2011. But before then, I was doing, so I was doing promo for months and months and doing there. That's when, like, even Quinn and, like, Big Rich, all of them, they're like, gave me hella respect, even balance all of them. Okay, so I even got a Rasputin Amoeba, even hard copies on there. And then that Rasputin, it did number 20 of the week. It did, okay. I mean, it did pretty good. Top yeah. number 20 for the week on release, that's pretty good. I was doing the posters. I was going out with the flyers. I was all over doing promo, everything with that. So it was like, really, I felt like I was an artist, but I'm not. You know what I mean? So that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I was kind of getting my name out there with that. Still going to events, clubs, all that. So, you know. That's dope. She was next. Yeah. You know? Because that was. Did you have a team with you? Was you like real life, you know, grinding on yourself? Not really a team, just like the artist that was like kind of pushing that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I can consider that like in a team. I didn't really have a team like that, nah. I put my own money on all that shit. Okay. That's dope, but Yeah. That's... It was not easy to do, bro. You know what I'm saying? Especially at the time I didn't know nobody. Because sometimes yeah. it's crazy how nowadays it's about knowing this and they heard of you. It's like I I, I did the hard way. Yeah. I suggest producers doing that if they were to do you know, just pull out a single, do this, you know, try to find, you know what I mean? But other than that, it was a risk I took and it did pretty good. I love it, man. That's good to hear. That's, yeah. That's dope. You got a classic man on your hands with that one. So it was called, it was, I was told that it was a classic, you know? But, yeah. And that's how you know it's a classic when somebody else tells you, you know what I'm saying? You know, that, that's, something, that's something that my grandmother say, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't have to brag on yourself. If you're that good, somebody else will tell you. Yeah, no, I'm just, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it did, like it did, it did pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Even getting a song on Home Trip play on Cameo late night, you know what I'm saying, on, on that. Yeah. That, that's pretty fun. That's pretty damn good. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great accomplishment. And then just going different places and people hearing your name. Oh, I heard you. I heard you. That's, that's pretty dope. Even like when I met Cosmos, I always saw him clear. Oh, yeah, I heard you or such and such. Or even like Shanti, when I, when I met him, I even through him like you know game city on that and he was like i was like nice meeting you man like on twitter he's like you got some slaps on there Everclear. i like the one with and he tagged quinn that's when he's like gave me even more respect see and from there you know what i'm saying that's how we ended up doing an ep yeah there okay we're gonna get we're gonna get into that for sure we're gonna get into yeah. that for sure. so look the folks project just get there Nah, man, we're going to get into that project for sure. I guess that's one of the topics I got for us, Pimp. So, <laughs> but, uh, so look, okay, so like I said, from what I remember, um, and, and I'm glad that it, it, you remembered it as well when I brought it up, like as far as when I remember first kind of meeting you because the homie McEnroe, Jimmy Mack, was was big up in you and Monk. Now, he, was, uh, he wasn't talking about Monk as a producer at that time. He was talking about him as a rapper. Right. And he was talking about you as a producer. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, so that's, that's you know, my first introduction to y'all. But I feel like I heard of y'all name before. And like I said, I was gone for about 10 years. So yeah. you know, I was just kind of, I was still tapped in with the, with the Bay and the city, but, you know, from from the outside. So um, tell me how that, how that connect started. And, and you know, because I know y'all have and are also, you know, currently, producing some tracks together and networking on so how did that collaboration come about with you and Buck? Uh, 
Fetty hit me up saying, hey, what's up? Let's go to this uh, video shoot with San Quentin and Tough Love. They had an album out. Drunk yeah. So we first go to Monk's spot, and he was like, oh, yeah, this dude. Uh, it's a funny thing. I didn't know Monk was a rapper. I mean, yeah. like, he was around. You know, I guess he has been around, but I didn't really know much at the time. Mm-hmm. But he's like, oh, yeah, he's a producer. He made Boom Bap beats. He went to his little his spot. He started playing beats first, and we go to the video shoot, and that's what it was. Uh, went out there, just that's how we met the like, first time. And then went out there, and uh, you know, it was at the video shoot, got a little cameo, whatever. That was cool. But, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I'd say later on down the road, Monk had a show, No World Order, with Fetty and Drex. So yeah. like, okay, let me go pull up, you know what I'm saying, show my support. And that's this, I found out like it. He had, a, he had a mixtape song. He was like, Jay's Money Can Buy is one of those. I'm like, this dude's a hell of a raw ass MC. He didn't, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just did a producer. I was like, okay, I actually want to work with him because he's dope. But then later on, we started linking up a few more times and we finally connected at uh, Fall Out Studios' first, uh, first mixtape, Monday yeah. morning. Okay. At Fall- so that's when we started collabing on some like synth tracks here and there. And then later on, then we used to start making I'd go to his spot we started making tracks over them that was back in 2013 okay so hey man it's been like nine years we've been cooking up that's dope already man damn shit now yeah and we've already <laughs> done like a lot of different pra- projects and all that you know with a, a crypto on his uh from a documentary Defender that yeah. was Jeff Adachi rest in peace Jeff Adachi by the way yeah so that was on there a documentary we got that place uh, Michael Marshall, Grown and Sexy, the song Tell Me, that was a single with Kid Love. We did a track on that one. We did a track for like Jay Morgan. We did a track with, um, of course, tracks with like, you know, Quinn as well from the other songs and stuff like that. But who else we did? Uh, we did some track with, uh, you know, with Watershed. It was, it was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, who, who else? Uh, what about that Rebel track, that, that BET placement? Oh, yes. Yeah, that was... So, we get to Stronger Than Ever, that was on that project. That was on that project? It was on... Yeah, it was a song, Bigger Budget. That was... Oh. And that... V was up dope. He did, like, that. He, um... Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. let's set that out. Stronger Than Ever. How did that come about? How did you... You end up linking with Quinn and, and producing a whole album, which is super dope. Yeah. Def- a, a, a dope, different project for Queen. Uh, so yeah, I'll hold that. I'll like major sound. We'll get yeah. Let me get so this is how it started. So at that time, I was still trying to do an instrumental album. I already had two songs mixed already for like instrumental, right back then. Mm-hmm. So that's what Pablo Fetty's like. Hey, we about to go to Da Vinci's video shoot. You know what I'm saying? He had a he had a video shoot. You know, D How was there? Punch there? Like the whole. Self, the whole crew was there, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, Oh, Quinn's about to stop by. I guess he had like some signing, whatever. So he stopped by. Everybody happy, you know, that's the Quinn's election, right? He said, What's up to me? He said, What's up? He looked at me, Oh, Everclear, what's up, bro? I need some beats, bro. Hey, make sure you got my number, but that's content. Let's, let's get some something going. Yeah. All right. Oh, that feels good, because, right? Oh, I felt great because when he heard that project, he was like, Man, bro, that was a hell of a good project. Like when that Made for Scratch came out, I had a lot of, I, I pretty much earned my respect there. And they heard it and they, people loved it like how it just came about you know what I'm saying that felt great you know what I'm saying it felt good and he's like okay so I had a point like the next day he said yeah I'm working on the album I'm doing this I said look 
I have another idea. You haven't dropped in a while. I haven't dropped in a while. Let's do an EP. He's okay. Let's do it. So, even though it took a while, but we start working from there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to start going, sending track here, whatever I like, and then what he'll talk about, such and such. You know what I mean? Was. And then he decided he wanted to call it stronger than ever, and I was like, "That's a dope title." Yeah. Yeah. How many tracks was it all together? Seven. Seven tracks. Okay. The number of completion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how how did that song get picked up for 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 Rebel? So I get a text. I'm half asleep, but you know how you get like the same text, like no, it'd be like notification or text message. I just see I'm half asleep. It said John Singleton series coming soon. I'm like half asleep. Then I could wake up with like 15 missed calls, mm-hmm. and it was Quint like. The hell's he calling me that many times for? So I pick up. Hey, you all right, bro? Man, Everclear, let's get on that John Singleton place and come on, like, let's sit over the, that bigger budget. Come on. And I got up so fast, I'm like, oh shit. We're about to get this. Oh, I'm like, oh, I, I thought it was exaggerating at first. Yeah. Let me know where should I send it? Because, you know, I had, like, luckily I had not that one, but I had a radio version, luckily. But anyway. Okay. I sent it over, nothing. I sent it over, and I thought, okay, I thought it was exaggerating. He said, send it to this dude can't say too much but then when I talked to him he's like oh yeah uh, what's up man this is uh, Tony I go by Everclear uh, got your number from, from Quinn oh yeah dude dude like we gotta send it over if you got that song it's for a show it's a cop series based in the Bay Area they didn't really say much I didn't know what channel it was gonna be on so I thought it was gonna be like I thought it was gonna be like on Showtime whatever it was so he's like if you got a radio version and an instrumental that'd be dope and I sent him all that he loved it Loved it. It's gonna be you know, their call, whatever. If it's gonna fit the series, mm-hmm. but then he said the beat was so well. Not that it was dope. So that's why I make original beats. He even asked me, "Hey, is this like original beats? Mm-hmm. Have any '80s discs? You know, they look a little lost now. This is all original music." No, mm-hmm. man, I'm really digging this, man. It's definitely got that kind of these synth mix, man. It's just, it's just hella hard, right? So, and originally, like the instrumental, you know how like, they have like intro music for the series. Mm-hmm. That was gonna be the music for the intro. I think I end up. I think someone else ended up doing. They wanted more of a polished kind of beat, but that would have been hella dope to have that music, the instrumental from like the beginning of the show. Hell yeah, that's a different. Yeah, yeah, that would have been like, oh damn, this is a trip, right? But then you know we got signed a little paperwork here and there. We got to see if they like it, and they're like, congratulations, you got the place. We're like, oh shit, like okay, dude, go dope. We got to check whatever. But then like later on, I didn't know it was gonna be on like. I know it's Rebel. I don't know what channel, but yeah, it's going to be on BET. Like, oh, shit. I didn't know that. So I'm like, they're going to play our music on that. On That's dope. Yeah. So that's what it was. So he he was there at the time. Quinn got, was at the time, like, kind of put that play together. And he called me. Let's just send it up because I knew it was a dope song. You know what I mean? It wasn't guaranteed, but it made the song that fit for the series. You know what I'm saying? So right. I played it for, like, about a minute. It was, like, episode three. They played it. It was like background music. It yeah. still, still something to me. It's big to me. Hell yeah. It's already big for me doing a project with Quinn. That's already an honor. But getting to that, it was like, oh shit. That's a, indeed, bro. And it, that's, a, that's a blessing to have all those different things. And, and to be, yeah. I know. Yeah, man. That's crack. Hey, okay. So, um, so yeah, man. Uh, that That's definitely, like I said, uh, a project that I think more people should definitely tap into. Uh, 
because Quinn just be dropping so many projects, man. So it's hard that, to get lost in the sauce. That's the thing, like, because that it dropped January 15th. I remember the dates, 2019 it dropped. Yeah. And I know it took longer than expected, but it was out there. It, it's good. It did well. A number of people, like, you know, shared it, all that kind of stuff. And then, um, but then, like, all of a sudden, like, two projects here, two projects there, all within, like, seven months. Like, damn, you know, people got to catch up, I guess. Yeah. Must, you know, feature other stuff. You know what I mean? That's how it goes. So, you know, yeah. That's the game now, man. It's just, it's just, it's a lot. I, the one, I feel like nowadays music can be easily forgotten, man. You ever go back to, like, 20-some years ago where artists would put, like, one album every year or two? Yes. They weren't putting no five albums a year. Absolutely. Things have changed, though. Things have changed. Like music gets so forgotten now. I feel like I want, because, you know, you go to the back to music back then, it gets, it's timeless. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, you know, then? I, I would say certain songs are timeless for sure still, even current songs. But, but as far as the uh, concept of actually creating an album and an experience like, like we used to have, like with, you know, Snoop Dogg albums and Dre albums and, you know what I'm saying? Even like Kanye West, you know, those albums was like an experience listening to the whole thing uh, with the skits and everything involved in it. Uh, nowadays, don't nobody want to hear it. Yeah. They, they skip by it. And, and also it's because it's the digital age. You don't have to. You get to choose what song you want to listen to, you know? So it's a different game. And and like you said, the, the attention spans are a lot shorter now. So these people just want to get in, yeah. get out, they over it. They're ready for the next shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, it's like, you know, even back, I would say even still back 2011, 2012, you could still put out some here and there. It wasn't like now, or now you put some now, okay, now like a month later, I want some now, I want this. It's like, yeah, there's definitely like loss of attention span. I think, I think it's like you want more and more and more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you, always, you keep wanting more. So like, um, so that did pretty, that did pretty well. That was featured, uh. Who's on there? Uh, Galaxy Adams. He was on two tracks. I got the homie Ira Walker, singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, super dope. He's on there. Mm-hmm. That was on Stronger Than Ever. Who else? I had DEO for Even Odds is on that on that project. Pablo Fetty on there. Monk HS and Fetty all together on a track, and it killed it with 24-7. Yeah. Yeah, Monk closed it with the last verse and killed it. Yeah. And I had to get him on there. It's only right. So, And it's funny that while I was working on it, I didn't really tell Monk while I'm working on oh, I can't, you know what I mean, say this. I kind of kept it, like, on, on low. And when I told him, I was like, oh, shit, like, I definitely want to get on them. I'm like, you definitely are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he got the roses. Yeah, and I got, and he got, and he got Smell My Roses, which, and I co-produced three tracks on there, which is right. pretty dope. And he got an album on one of the Smell My Roses. That's been a long time in the making. Hopefully, that he'll drop that this year. That's definitely a... That's gonna be definitely a fresh sound, you know what I'm saying? With like his kind of style, it's gonna be a, a dope flavor with that. I'm ready. I'm ready. For, I'm ready for that one for sure. You know what I'm saying? I love that. He's really putting in, huh? That rude boy. That shit hard. Oh yeah, go rude. Hell yeah. Go rude. Yeah, go rude. Yeah, that shit yeah. hard. Uh, but yeah. yeah, man. Okay, so look, um, a few more. So another place that I know you from, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, is 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 from the Mac team regime, man. That's what it was, bro. Like 
but it was the first time he met though. Okay. No, that's it. No. Yeah, yeah. But I remember two tell I come to the lab, and then you was there. We was... Say what? You kind of broke up, huh? Cause hello, you still here with me, man? Oh, we may have broke up. We may have lost them, y'all. We might have lost them, y'all. Let me see if we can get them to tap back in or something right quick. Hold on. Technical difficulties. It's always something. Let's see. Hey man, we fell off. You back, bro? Well, I'm back. Yep, loud and clear, brother. Oh man, I think it was that Bluetooth. Yeah, it's all good, man. Shit, technology, technology. So we got, we got yeah, part. Yeah, everything, man. We got part. So we go. So this will be part two. So uh, so good part two. Well, yeah, because we got a lot more to actually talk about. So like, yeah. So I met you before a few other spots. You know what I'm saying it was uh, probably a showdown. You probably had a couple shows, you know that too. But I remember it was 2016. I remember Too Tough, like, yeah, I wanted, because I remember I met Too Tough at Bruce's studio before that. He was like, I told I make beats, I make two, maybe it's two, but it was, I think it was at one of the brick and mortar events, one of those events, he's like, hey, why don't you come by the studio, man, with uh, homie Funk, and I was like, okay, and just start collabing, so I started collabing hella beats with him and shit. Yeah. And then, down that he did, 50 times around the sun, man, uh, shout out to Too Tough, matter of fact, I, I produced like, I co-produced like probably eight songs on that project. Yeah. He was on it too, yeah. And Definitely going crazy. Yeah. I, I was doing a, little, a lot of keyboard shit with him. Yeah. He was doing the beats and all the air, so that's how we started collabing again. It was already damn, 20, 2016, I remember. Mm, okay. Yeah, I, I think. I'm back. I think I. Um... If I'm not mistaken, I think I ended up getting introduced to Too Tough through De Niro. I think. Yeah. Because. If I'm not mistaken, because I know De Niro from politics, like I, I knew them a long time ago, long time ago. And uh, and uh, anyway, when I came back to the Bay, De Niro had saw me. He was like, oh, man, see you in years, blah, blah, blah. And I think if I'm not mistaken, he was like, yeah, man, we were recording at the studio on certain days, blah, 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 come by, man. So I think that's how I got introduced, if I'm not mistaken. That's how I remember him telling me too that yeah, come by the lab. Saying it was tough, but he said it was like you go there and they have artists and start recording, but he was like just putting something together. So we just started building a catalog, just co producing beats. That's how I met, you know, Reese Maddox was over there too a lot. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Reese. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Reese. And yeah, Funk was out uh Funk was over there too. Was that spot. So, you know, we just started just cooking up, just started well, I started going there like almost every Monday or so, I just started like just Cooking out just beats whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just driving out. It was a cool spot. You know what I'm saying? It was real cool, yeah. Yeah. I missed that, man. It was dope, man. Yeah, I always had a good time when I went by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we 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 ain't gonna say too much about that, but Yeah, yeah exactly. But you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always kept it festive, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, one one in one one in and to another, you know? 
You've had, you know, lots of great people that you collab with and, yeah. uh, and great stuff that you've done. So, um, are we allowed to talk about the new project? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, You're out? Yeah, so I got an instrumental album, Long Awaited, uh, Pure Elegance. It's definitely going to drop. It wasn't going to drop summertime, but it's going to probably drop in the fall. But, uh, yeah, it's um instrumental soundtrack. I, I just got, like, a lot of the artwork done. A lot of that stuff took a while because you may think it's just me playing, you know, well, I'm not going to say too much about the cover, but, like, you know, getting the photo shoot, doing this, getting there and doing this. And that was a process, but then, you know, are we at? And everything, uh, I would say the project's, like, 60% done now, and I'm going to do a few more tracks. Is it all, it's gonna be fifteen. It's gonna be fifteen tracks. Is it all a surprise as far as who's gonna be on it, or, or are you allowed to? Are you gonna? I mean, not allowed, but are you gonna share a little bit with one or two of the people who we might see on the project? Might have a few appearances. Yeah. So, so sure. most of it's gonna be instrumental, like nobody on. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be an instrumental project. It might be a, a possible like guest appearance. Okay. Not 100 sure. I don't want to really spoil it though, but. Okay. I might be guest guest appearing musicians too. You know what oh, I'm saying? That's dope. That would be pretty tight. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just having a completely me by myself, but at the same time, um, what yeah. genre is it gonna fall under? Huh? What genre is this gonna fall under? Like when I when we go look it up on Apple Ooh, Music, Spotify, it's what? gonna it's it's gonna be hip hop, but it's gonna have a lot of infusion. You're gonna have some neo soul. You're gonna have some jazz. You're gonna have some like suspense. A very like soundtrack type. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely gonna be like dope beats, but really more musical. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel. It. Yeah, that's what it is. Pure elegance about that. So I wanted to kind of really, I want to make sure the music fits for the for the, the the title. You know what I mean? And yeah. how the theme, what the theme is about. Okay, so you gotta. So that's that's like that's like a album. You gotta have a suit on. And you gotta you know have your pinky up when you have a little drink. Oh yeah, it's a little bit some very just sophisticated. Definitely, you know. It's, you see when the cover comes out, that's gonna come out pretty soon, and we're gonna start. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you probably in a week or two. Okay. Good shit, man. Good. And then uh, working uh, on Monk, Monk and I works Monk's album Safe Travels. That's been and I produced ninety percent. And I produced eighty percent of that with Monk. I okay. didn't want, I, produced, I produced one solo track there, but because we do a lot of music together, that's a that's dope. Been, that's a long, yeah. So Monday morning to get a job, that was a single. I did a couple like keyboard cuts on there, but then um, oh yeah, we dropped back in 2015. Do it for the likes. That was a single he joined. That was that was a dope. But he got a lot of good response. Do it for the likes. Oh me yeah. Monk, you know, me Monk and Vito Beats did that. Yeah, then what else I did place though? Oh yeah, Dave Canal, underrated, overqualified. Super dope. Uh, yeah, he had a super dope. He about to, actually I talked to him not long ago. He's about to get back in the booth and yeah. do some shit pretty soon. I mean, shout out to Dave Canal, he dope as fuck. Yeah, I'm a fan of his. I like uh, yeah. I learned the truth. Like like I remember when I went to his uh was it his one of his, his release for that album and it was like his graduation. And That's the thing, I, I and I, I wish I was there. I missed him, and I was in I was in Greece at the time. I was like, oh shit, and um, of course I couldn't be there. But he had a release, and it looked pretty lit. I seen some oh, clips of it. 
there, bro. The feeling, the energy in the room. Yeah. Was, and the sold out. It was packed in that bitch. And, yeah. And it's, it's just crazy to see people who really there, who really love you, man. And it's like the whole room did. That shit was dope. You know what I'm saying? That was a really good show. That was a good feeling. Man, I wish, you know, like I've been, I've been brick and mortar many times, but yet I happened to miss that one because it was a trip I had planned months before this release. But yeah, so we got, it was, there was a song Reflect on it. And so yeah, so me, Monk, and Vito B, just, we just made two, we all collabed for the first time, us three. Shout out yeah. to Vito Beats, by the way. You know what I'm saying? He's very <laughs> underrated. Well, he's underrated, bro. And I met him. I met him. He's like, what's up, you have a clear? What's up? You know, BJ, what's up, do this? I'm like, we just, you know, kicked out. We, you know, we clicked. He's hella cool as fuck. So when I met him back 2015, it was at Showdown, matter of fact. That's why I met him. And yeah. that's, how, that's how I met him. But then. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because that's all. Huh? with it first. Because I think I kind of, around, around that era, when we was doing the Showdown and all that shit, uh, that's when I used to see y'all together a little bit more. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Vito, man. He's, he's absolutely real, dope. Man. He's, okay. he's, got some, he's got some shit dropping, too, for real, man. Right okay. after I got instrumental, he's doing definitely doing his thing. And, uh, yeah, so we all collab, us three, for the first time. We only do two tracks. And I was like, we made some, like, hard-ass West Coast beat, whatever it was. And, uh, yeah, it was that. And then we did like another one, like we flipped. Uh, it was like kind of like the, the the crush on you sample flipped that, and I just had a hell of drums. Vito did a little part, so we did two. So we made like some dope ass like West Coast beat first mm -hmm. one, and I'm like, hey, let's just send this to Dave Canal. I think he's gonna fuck with this one. He's doing out. Yeah. So I sent that. I, I sent him that track right right after we finished it. Five minutes later, he texted me. He said that's automatically gonna be on out. <laughs> And we, that was, and we just did two records. Me, like, you know, we took our time with those tracks. And another one was Do It For The Likes. Fire. Do It For The Likes? Yeah. Doug Face uh, with the camera up. Uh, right, she do it for the likes. R. <laughs> yeah. Me, Don't Mug, Mo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, I've seen yeah, him. That one, and then, uh, so that was the two, that was the one that came out, we all made together. So that's what it was. And what else? Uh... We just did something not long ago. I made some on the spot. And I brought my little studio to your spot, made something dope, made a few tracks. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, 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 can't, we, 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 got, we can't forget that either. But, uh, no, we still else? got, bro, you know, shoot, we still oh, yeah, got. So, I mean, that's, 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 like I said, the good thing is we stay tapped in all the time. So that's, I'm yeah, never concerned with that part. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, it's, it's sometimes, you know, it's, it's a matter of time and shit like that. But like I said, as long as we say tapped in, we good. So I'm excited yeah. about you know, doing it with you in the future. For yeah. show, show. Who else we got? Uh, I want to forget. Who else? Oh, I did. A, oh, yeah. Back 2015. Aquin. Uh, yeah. The authentic album. I did. I produced The Hell I Went. And that was, I, it was like some dark ass type of beat. I'm like, because I met him at, uh, was it Riptide or not? The Boom Boom Room. And I was like, and of course I heard of Aquin from way back when when he had his first album yeah but you know what I mean and I met him like I said he sent us some tracks or whatever but yeah there was one that made it cause I'm like I can't you know I wanted to send him some like storytelling shit you know what I'm saying so yeah yeah he made that and who else was it? oh yeah Robert from Gillis Squad I did a couple tracks on there I did a single uh, Suckers that he had a video out I produced and okay. then uh, did a couple of that you know what I mean just placed on that kind of thing you know what I'm saying you got a nice little 
got a nice. Uh, yeah, I just want to get that. That's why I, 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 I'm just saying a little bit of discography. I think I got some more, but I'm trying to remember. But yeah. No, shout him out. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Hold on, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Al Capone hit me up. I'm, I'm making a beat on live from Totally Insane. Shout out to Al Capone. I was honored for that. So I'm making a beat live. He pop up. Hey, hey, you got any slayers for me? I'm like, oh, say no more. Hell yeah. And I DM'd him. He's like, yeah. I just said a few. He's like, yep. You got two beats for me. He's like, that's gonna be on out. Mm-hmm. That was like, she, he, he reached out to me. He's like, All right, for sure. I was like, I didn't expect that. And I'm making the beat live. He just pop out of nowhere. I was like, I was like, oh shit. You know what I mean? That's we grew up on totally insane. So even him reaching out to me like that, it's an honor, man. He's still, you know, hell yeah. So we got some working to cook. We got some cooking up. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, bro. Last, last but not least, made for scratch volume two. Okay. Volume two. Yep. That's gonna be, uh, and that's been also in the works. Uh, what dope beats will really. See how I did the first one, for instance. When I had I hit him up, I see when I was sending him which beat you like, pick your favorite one, and if it's my favorite one, we're gonna rock with. That's how it works. Let's say, for example, I hit you up, right? I send you like let's say five or like ten beats. Yeah. That's your favorite one, and if I like that one too, that's how we just talk about it and go from there. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah. I okay. think the hardest part was like not like the song order, but like. What artists will go well with this artist and such and such? Mm-hmm. That's what I was doing too. You know, you know. But so yeah, now it's a lot, e- it's a lot easier now, huh? Do you see the volume two being a compilation sense? I mean, kind of in the sense of where you might be pairing artists on the song. Well, I don't rap, obviously, but oh no, not but like I'm saying, like, like for instance, like if you sent Big Richard a song to get on, would you want him to do one to the face, or would you be like? Now I'm gonna get you on a song with this person and this person. Are you looking to kind of do it like that? That's what I meant. Like compilation. Oh yeah, no. So it's gonna be, I know. So it's definitely gonna be sim- similar to that. Yeah, it's gonna have a because I want to have like different artists, you know, getting hurt as well. Instead of just having like, because there's gonna be a few artists that are gonna go to the face, and there's gonna be some songs gonna have like two or three artists in the song. Yeah. There'll be some songs like that, and there'll be some songs to the face. Yep. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All okay. produced by me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up, bro. That's the still of, like, I already got, we're not going to say much, we already got the list already. Okay. If I put it out there, if I if I put it out there, it may prescribe, I mean, pretty much it is, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel but, it. Yeah, I'll get hella messages, I want to get on this. I already have it, I can only get so many. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's going to be dope, uh, that, and then. She right now just still working on my own catalog right now. Just trying to work on just new stuff. Hopefully, down the road I'll get more TV placements. Hopefully, a movie placement one day. Oh we'll yeah, see. it's definitely we'll see, uh, for sure. I mean, the way you work it, man, yeah. inevitable. I mean, is you you messing with so many different people? You know what I'm saying? You're not putting all your eggs in the basket, so you definitely widen widening your opportunities to to make that happen. So. Yeah. Right, man. Yeah, not been easy. Been a, it's been a long road, man. Not easy though. You know what I'm saying? And you know things don't go as expected. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's when things can get discouraging. But you know what? Sometimes just keep creating, man. Pick yourself back up. You gonna make something better. That's how it is. You motherfucking right about that. You motherfucking right yeah, about. Yeah, you know there was a time I had to pick myself up. You know what I mean? And you get yeah. into the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know. I think we all do, man. For sure. I know. Yeah. I, I, but, uh, yeah. I definitely uh, relate to that. 
But what you what you think about about the scene today, man? Since you know you was around in the era of you know when you know I would say a lot of our local artists was damn near like our favorite artists. You know what I'm saying? Like the Bay Area, we very very regional. You know what I'm saying? And you yeah. know we had the days to where Quinn was our favorite. You know. Uh, RBL, Eleven uh, Five, uh, Andre Nicotina, the Jacket. I grew up, I grew up on all that, yeah. All of that, yeah. 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 And so, uh, considering that things are a little different now, and um, you know, uh, like I just said, music is different, like you said. Also, uh, how do you feel about the scene? I mean, there's always you know different ways to look at it. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, are you? I mean, obviously things evolve, so. Um, like yeah, how, how do you view the scene these days? I think it's great, man. Because I mean, we're getting they're definitely getting a lot of like buzz even now. Like absolutely, out here, you know, you know, uh, Stunner Man's doing his thing. And, Hell yeah! Yeah, shout out to him. Uh, it's definitely a lot of new. Like you know, this little little P, little Ye, uh, who else? Little B's, AJ Bang, the ones from the city. I mean, but like, I feel like just us Bay Area shit. I gotta keep going. This uh, even Young Lies doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right, bro. I think I think a lot of it's consistent, like even like push the beats. He's put out some dope stuff a lot of time. I mean, I can keep going, like absolutely. Uh, you know what I mean? But other than that, like as a scene, I think it's just people have really just been consistent, man. Put out some good music now. I mean, I, I it's hard to really say, but like it's definitely a great scene. Uh, what's in there? Yana Shorty, TYSF. She she doing a thing, and who else? My boy's uh, Psych Four. Yeah. Get him. Got to mention him. He's definitely put out some. Oh yeah, I did this. I did a single. Uh, can't forget that. I, I'm tripping. Four's in the crib. I made it on the spot. That was a dope single, and I produced that. And people like people love. People were loving that one. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna do a visual out pretty soon. Yeah, Four's in the crib. That was like one of the last singles I did with him. No doubt. Shut up. Uh, and that. And oh yeah, no, there's a new one. Hold on. Go back. Jeski guy just came out last Friday. So that was produced by me, Punkcase GS, and Dirty Harry. This dude, uh, the homie Dirty Harry, he's a guitar player. You know, he, he's all dope. We were just in the lab. You know, Ozu was there, Gable was there. We just, you know, just kind of made around the spot. Dope. And it being a single, we did. We got a video. We went to Barry S. and wrote the jet ski. Did a little quick video. The video just came out a few days ago. It's a jet ski guy. So Punkcase GS, Professor Gable got out mount. I produced like about. I probably co-produced like four tracks on there, you know what I'm saying? Pretty dope. Like okay. 10, 10 song album, you know what I mean? That too, can't forget to mention that. It just came out. It's getting a lot of streams right now. I think it's probably got over 7,000 right now. Damn. I, I think. Yeah, it ain't no fake numbers either, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful you thing. You, you. It's cool, man. Huh? You handling business, brother. You handling business, man. And yeah, then, yeah. why you doing so, you know, I've seen you at work, man, and, and you know what I'm saying? It's, it don't seem like work. It seems enjoyable, which is great. You know, that's how music should yeah. be. Should you, got, feel you, gotta like, you gotta like doing it and why you're in it for it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta love it. You wanna create your own history. You're kind of creating something because music lasts forever. So once you create something, it's gonna be there for the rest of your life. Exactly. I want, I, want, I want to make timeless music. You know what I'm saying? That people are gonna remember 20, 30 years from now. You know what I'm Not that I'm thinking about that, but you know what I mean? I want them to kind of be, I want it to be memorable where it's like not forgotten. Where, okay, I remember this. And just like made from scratch, you know what I'm saying? There's times where people have talked about it for a while. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. That's my, name, 
get that's, that's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause I did something different. And I remember, so I remember this. I have a good, pretty good memory. So I, I remember I was at the first producer conference. It was at Cathedral Hill. Now it's a hospital. You know, there was a lot of artists uh, and producers out there. I remember TC was out. That's when I was just three songs deep with my my maple scratch. That's when I met like uh, a few other artists as well to hop on it. But uh, I remember TC. I met him. You know. We were chopping up for a bit. He's like, yeah, as a producer, you know, nowadays you do this, you got to create your own lane and go from there. You know what I mean? I remember him saying that. Yeah. I remember him, yeah. So that's what it was. And I kind of took that apply for that a bit. You know what I'm saying? You know, just getting some, you know, some knowledge for those who've been in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they pay the way. You know, TC and the answer. All the, we grew up on that music. You know what I'm saying? I seen TC yesterday. <laughs> day before. Oh, <laughs> dope. Yeah, dope. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, that's the big home. I mean, that's the home place for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's cracking, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm really uh, happy for you, man. And I'm, ex- I'm excited to just have, you know, like for the, you know, years that I've known you, I guess, man, it's going on a decade close to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you see the progression, bro, and, and the consistency is dope. You feel me? And, uh, you know, it's always great to work with fellow fellow dope artists who's serious about the craft as well. Because you know, I'm serious, so it's always a, a, a beautiful thing. But look, let me hit you with a couple, with a little, little, little fun thing that I do. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting, and I just ask a couple little questions before we kind of wrap it up. You feel me? Uh-huh. Uh, all right. This little thing I'll be calling. You know, this is my list, and I'm rocking with it. You feel me? So. I'm gonna ask you a couple quick little questions and you just tell me what you think. You feel me? So, um, no explanation needed. Just give me your answer. So, here we go. If I, if you got dropped off on an island and you stuck there for a month with no entertainment, but they just drop you off uh, an iPod. And they say you're only able to load three albums in a high five. No matter what genre of music, three albums, what are you listening to that's going to make you last for a whole month? I would say, uh, it doesn't have to be hip hop, right? It could be, it could be whatever you want. I'm not gonna lie, man. Uh, the Usher Confessions, that whole album was dope as fuck. Okay. Music we back to back. That's one. Confessions. I like R&B. Yeah. Um. Shoot. Uh, I will say. Nancy Mars San Quentin Explosive Mode. Mm, okay. That never gets. I still play it to this day. It's a great fucking album. Oh, man. Still a classic. Everyone in my high school had the tape and the album. I mean, that's how, like, in my high school, people like Different Pete had that. And, uh, man, uh, yeah. that, 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 that. I really, I really, uh, it's just so, it's Ryan, Ryan Leslie, bro. He's one of my favorite producers. And oh. I, I want to mention DJ Quick, too. I don't want to say I don't mention, but. DJ Quick, Balance and Options. Mm, okay. That was actually one of this 
you know, rhythm, rhythmalism and all that, but balance options production-wise, like song what to me, it's an option, DJ Quick. Honorable mention, Ryan Leslie. Uh, they came out on, it was, uh, that was 09, it was the album it was. Yeah, but that was pretty much, yeah. Very, very dope-ass producer. Uh, oh, incredible, he does it all. And the way, he's, he's, yeah, inspiring, so he does it. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to yeah, Cassie. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Well, he's done a lot of other stuff. and he's just, No, I'm just being funny. Yeah, myself. yeah. Oh, no, I'm sure for sure. You can't. That's what they're broken. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So those are dope. Okay, so here we go. Um, your favorite three up-and-coming artists. Or, or your favorite three artists in the game right now. Do I know a person? Did I know him personally? Okay. No, it doesn't have to. It's just, just your favorite three people today currently doing their thing. It, it, they could be, it doesn't have to be up and coming. It could be just your favorite three people right now. I like Ellie Do- Do- Dollar Sign, Les. I've been listening to a lot of his albums. Who is this? Les. Okay. Ellie Dollar Sign from Houston. He's hella dope as fuck. He's been doing a lot of, a lot of music. Uh, okay. Yup. He's definitely been, I don't know if you might have heard of it, but I've been listening a lot lately. Uh, okay. Up and coming, I'd say. Uh, so I guess this is, I guess this, let's make this a, uh, a two-part question because I thought of this when I asked it the first time to somebody and we ended up kind of having multiple answers, uh, kind of the same answer. So I guess let's change that question too and we're going to add him to that answer. Uh, three artists who we should all know about. Let's do that instead. So I'm gonna say him because I've never heard of him. But you, you obviously say he's super dope. So is he? He's one of the people you think we should all know about for sure. So I think he's dope, and like not just. He's, I mean, you know, as I like, you know what? I like. Uh, I like some Burner's music. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Burner. was a really that was a really solid album. Okay. To be honest. Okay. Uh, I like this. One more artist that you feel like we might not know about, the world don't, but everybody should at least know about this person. So you said Burner, and you said LES. Well, obviously Larry June, who I like. There we go. Larry's, that's. Yeah, Larry June. Yeah, I've been listening. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I heard of that. Yeah, that and, uh, I've been listening to Jay Worthy out of LA. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dope. 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 Okay. So, um, here is another question. Who is your dream collaboration? If it's one person that you can work with, and I'm saying it could be a singer, it could be a rapper. It could be a producer to where you co-produce with them, but it's just you can only have one person, and they have to be alive. You can't like get somebody from the dead. Somebody who's alive, who they say you can collaborate with. I want to mention this. I want to mention him, but it's it's a tough one. It's either well, I can't say either or, but honestly, Battle Cat. That's who I want to collab with. Motherfucker, Battle DJ Cat. Battle Cat. My favorite producer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love I that. Think I can definitely know, just for real, like, see that how 
his he's very musically inclined, understands, you know, song composition, how like the language, everything about it, you know. Yeah. As of like now, yeah. I mean, yeah. I like that answer. I like that answer. And let me leave you on this last question. All right, and this is gonna wrap it up because I think we got a pretty thorough interview, man. Getting to know, yeah. and we got a part one and part two, so they both about thirty minutes long almost. So we did pretty good. So a hundred years from now, man. You know, I mean, unless technology something happens and we can still be around, but most likely we we gonna be you know you know gone with the wind. So, a hundred years from now, when somebody brings up the name Everclear, what would you want somebody who knows who you were to tell them? Just honestly, like, overall, besides the dope musician, producer, composer, man, just all-around stand-up guy, you know what I'm saying? Just overall cool dude, you know what I mean? Like, just, I you can say that. <laughs> Uh, not so just the dumb musician, you know, not just all he's, of course, dumb musician, yeah, besides that, you know. Yeah, a stand-up individual at the end of the day. Yeah. I respect that's that. What it really, that's what it really comes down to, because you can be, like, the dopest person and be a straight asshole, or, like, not a friendly person, you know what I mean, or that kind of thing. Yeah, you don't want to be known for that, you know. It's No doubt. Kind of having no. reputation counts as well, so, yeah. I want them to know that about that, yeah. Motherfucker. Hey, man. <laughs> Shit, with that said, man, I appreciate you, man, for taking time out to tap in, you know, with the Ooh NASA podcast. Ooh, NASA. We still wiggling. NASA. Yeah. Ooh, NASA. So, yeah, man. Uh, any last words? Give, give us some shout-outs, man. Shout-out. Whoever you want to shout out right now, man, because I'm gonna need you to share this motherfucker, man. <laughs> What's and this is gonna be nah, man. Shout, hey, shout out to you for having me on this podcast. Shout out to that, but man, shout like I said, shout out to, you know for God, you know always, man, always keep yeah. you know God first, man, and my, yeah. my friend, you know my my family and my close friends, old school friends, you know before the music, you know I'm still I keep in contact. Shout out to them and shout out to those. You know, shout out to Monk ACS, shout out to Freddy, shout out to like, you know, shout out to, uh, you know, Backseat Productions, shout out to, man, uh, I can keep going, man. Um, no shout doubt. Out to Professor Gable, shout out to, and shout out to those who keep rocking, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know, charges to the mind, not to the heart, y'all. He, he shouts out everybody. You feel me? So, hey, end of the day, we appreciate you for tapping in. It's the Ooh NASA podcast, man. We wiggling and we're going to keep this thing moving. It's only going to go up. It's only going to get better. So, right on. The homie Everclear. Hey, tell them where they can find you, bro, on all the social media. Oh, yeah. So, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. Uh, so it's at Everclear Music. That's E V A C L E A R underscore music, not E V E R. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm on Facebook, Tony Everclear. Twitter at Everclear Music. One word, you can find me there. You know what I mean? So you can call people. Me, yeah. Huh? 
people want to collaborate with you, if they want to figure out how to, uh, you know, work something out to get some music, that's how they should reach you. Yeah, you can reach me there either way, but mainly I'm on Instagram, so you can reach me for there. So that works too. Yep. No doubt, no doubt. All right. So once again, appreciate you, brother. You have no a good and it's uh, NASA. the motherfucking podcast, man. We out this boot. Right. Yes, sir, man. Yep. We out.